Welcome, everybody, to Bible on the Rocks. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the story of David sparing Saul's life the first time from the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 24. As a general disclaimer, the views and opinions shared are those of the participants only and do not necessarily reflect those of any Christian denomination, nor do they reflect those of any of our sponsors. So, sit back and enjoy as we explore the Bible with Bible on the Rocks. I'm Brett Hinkey, and I'm drinking Busky Hard Cider. Ooh, Busky. Where's yeah. that from? Uh, it's Virginia. Virginia Apples. It says uh, RVA Cider. I don't know what... Richmond, oh, Virginia. RVA. Maybe in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, RVA yeah. is Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, Richmond, Virginia. I've never had it before. I was at the uh, um, Harris Teeter. I ran in to buy a snack for the... Uh, Snacks on the Bible on the Snacks <laughs> segment, the, that, the failed Bible on the Snacks segment that we're not doing now. We all have seasonally, seasonally appropriate snacks. Yeah. We're supposed to. We're ready, we man. Know. Let's do it. I, I did not understand the assignment. You did not understand. <laughs> no, I didn't. I brought a can of corn. I, I didn't read the group chat. Oh. That sounds <laughs> just ignoring. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. On silent. You guys, you, in 10 minutes, there were over 30 texts went through. <laughs> I'm not reading this shit. That's yeah. accurate, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we were going to do... But I do like the GIFs. We were going to do GIFs Bible on the good. Snacks, but we'll do it another time. <laughs> All right, who's this guy? I brought some nuts. I got nuts. I brought a couple of nuts. Too. Yeah, you did. <laughs> My name is Brent. Thank you. My name is Brent. I'm drinking uh, Sam Adams Boston Lager. Nice. Yeah. Where's that from? Uh, I think it's, it's from, from Boston. I think I it's think. from the West Coast. I, I know. I'm just. I'm, OC County. Oh, oh, I see. Some LA company. It's a West Coast logger. Yeah. 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 Is it juicy? <laughs> oh, that's only if it's an that's IPA. That's a New England, England IPA. Right? Juicy. Yeah, yeah, IPA. Juicy. My name is. Oh, here we go. Bum, 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 bum. Ed. I can feel. Big Daddy Johnson. And I'm drinking. Try to hold back this feeling. Thirdle South. So from Desperate Times in Carlisle, PA. Turtle stuff. I like turtles. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, classic. Jeb Stewart over here. <laughs> this is Jameson, and I am drinking one of the many bottles that we had at home of Kirkland's signature Prosecco. Oh, it's so good. Mm. Mm. So good. Superior. Yes. Jameson, that facial hair is amazing. Thanks. Yeah, I shaved off the the big beard I had and kind of gave myself a little pencil thin mustache just to try it out. And That's not pencil thin. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not. it's actually it's actually quite thick. But you yeah, rolled it. To yeah, the I, ends. I, I yeah. rolled it to the ends. Yeah. yeah, there you go. And then kept the the what bushy, kind of wax bushy yeah, goatee, the chin. What kind of wax did you use? Uh, just the um, every man Jack. Um, oh yeah, like every man stuff. Jack. Yeah, the Stuff that I use for um, the beard, beard oil and beard balm, beard balm, beard balm, beard balm. He looked kind of like Orville Redenbacher. <laughs> That's what I, no, I said uh, Colonel Sanders. No, Colonel Sanders. Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. KFC. Don't have quite as much white hair, but yeah, thanks. In your beard you do. In your beard you do. If you had like a, a southern gentleman's tuxedo on with the... the Tie the string yeah, tie, yeah. yeah. You Why don't you would, try to? Do, I could make it work. Okay. Why don't you try to do a Colonel Sanders impression right now? Let's see. Oh, that yeah, sounds. yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what he says. What does he say? Try my chicken finger, finger licking good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Finger right. licking yeah. good. I, I just think foghorn leghorn is. A, I know that's kind of yeah. where I was gonna think it in my head, but. Finger licking good. Ooh. Yeah, that was yeah. spot on. All right, all right. That was crazy sexy. Say it really yeah. slow now, and Jamie will put the. Let's yes. get it on. Tell us that you like to smother your meat. <laughs> that was the one part of the commercial my brother didn't like. 
Yeah, the dead mothers and everything yeah. was fine. The it jokes looked... about people's dead mothers was not didn't bother him, but the smother your meat, he was like, that was a little too much. <laughs> I thought it was good. It was. It was oh, very wow. good. Man, Perfect. Can't please everybody. I no, guess. No. Yeah. All right. Uh, my name is Jeremy Spittle, and I am drinking Reverend Bourbon Whiskey from Virginia Beach, Virginia. <gasps> really? Yeah. Reverend. Reverend. Yeah, the caller says ask, ask it's them, ask damned them, good. Ask them what the, the logo is. Don't say anything. What do you think that logo is? Looks like a couple of horns. Ed, what do you think that logo is? Jameson, what do you think that is? Looks like the devil's horns. Yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah, devil's horns. I mean, I think horns or, I like, the reverend's. Or, or like, I think it's the reverend collar. Yeah. yeah. Brett, mm, Brett was on be. it. Yeah. Or it's or it's like That's Jameson's a, mustache if he curled it up. If, if I really curled it up. <laughs> yeah. I just think that's such a cool logo. It's like so like double kind of leaves it yeah, yeah leaves it open to interpretation. Well, uh, when of, you see the yeah. words that are curved down below it from a distance, it kind of looks like a, a spooky face, like a ghost face. Like the, the eyes are twisted up. Oh yeah, like a ghost face. Oh or something. yeah, it's that. like an angry ghost face. Yeah, with a frown, with a frown, like yeah. ghost face killer. Killer, yeah, <laughs> like scream. So, did you go to that distillery and get that? No, I went to the ABC store and got that. Oh, really? Yeah, it looks like it's small batch. It's probably pretty expensive, huh? Batch number A seventeen, bottle number O three nine. Oh, I've heard it that's is a good bottle. Eighty six proof. <laughs> they better not have any uh, trademark infringement on the kombucha. Yeah, and good reverend. Good, See, good see reverend. What I'm yeah, yeah, you got to take care of that, bro. Yeah, I. I'm going to be telling the story tonight, and we're going to tell the story of David when he had a chance to kill Saul, but he did not the first time. Oh, he had more than one chance to kill him? He had two times, two chances to kill Saul. Two times. Chose not to both times, but this is the first time. We could could cover the other time another time, but... um, So this is 1 Samuel, right? 1 Samuel, chapter 24. A little bit of background. If no, if you don't know who David is, and I'm looking at you, Ed. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, so Saul was the the first king appointed by Samuel, the prophet. Uh, so God said, God told Samuel to appoint Saul as the first king of Israel. And uh, did he appoint or did he anoint? Anoint, I guess. Oh. Anoint, yes. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Good, it's, good. Getting, it's getting deep down to the technicalities. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Brett. I'm actually familiar with who David is. Unlike oh. some people in this room, like Ed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where does the story take place again? <laughs> the A and E. Yeah. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> so. Um, so over time, Saul, uh, he's loses favor, I think, with God, and, and Samuel has to God, God tells Samuel to go and anoint a new king, and he says, "Go to uh, Jesse's household in Bethlehem and find one of his sons." And he, they go through. I mean, this is a whole other story, so I won't get into it too much in depth. But he gets David. David is anointed the next king. Goes and and kind of lives with Saul for a bit. And Saul, the spirit of God, the spirit of the Lord, leaves Saul when uh, David is anointed yeah. the next king. And the spirit of God comes on to David when he is anointed the next king. Uh, and it says that there's some spirit, some demon that takes over Saul and uh, gives him all these crazy fits. And so Saul needs somebody to come and play the lyre for him so that it'll soothe him when he's having these these attacks from a demon. And David is the guy who comes and plays the lyre. So there's a couple times where Saul tries to kill David with a spear while he's playing the lyre for, for, for Saul. I mean, it seems like a kind of a red flag that um, something's wrong, but yeah, whatever. I guess he just continues to play the liar form. But um, 
After a while, David grows and grows and, and becomes more important in Saul's army to the point where people start singing songs about Saul killing the, the thousands and David killing the tens of thousands. And so Saul takes exception to this because he hears the songs and he hears the lyrics and he goes, so what, what the heck is going on here? What are the lyrics to one of those songs? Like, how would it sound? Uh, I think it's What's a, music in the A&E sound like? What were the cool kids listening to? It's like old school rap, mm, like mm. Uh, Run DMC. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't do it, but that's what What's it a Run DMC song? Wiki, wiki, rap, diggy. <laughs> like they yeah. sang uh, Mary, Mary, Why You Buggin'. Yeah. That was Run so DMC. So it's like Saul, Saul, Why You Buggin', Killing yeah, uh, Killing tricky Thousands. Them, right? Tricky. Oh, yeah. it's tricky. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Right. yeah, they also sang "My Adidas." Yeah, my Adidas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Saul doesn't like the the song. He doesn't it, like it because it talks about him killing thousands of people or thousands, and uh, David killing tens of thousands. Mm. So David is is growing in strength, growing in in stature, and Saul's getting threatened by him. So. After a while, he flees. David runs away with the help of his his wife, Michael, who is Saul's daughter. Uh, she helps him Mi- escape. Michal. Mi- oh, Michael. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank Probably you, Eric. Not Michael, but yeah, <laughs> it's Michael. It's Michael. In this story, Mikey. it's Michael. Michaela. Yeah. Michaela. Yes, it's it's Michael. So David's running away. Mm-hmm. Why is Saul running away? Saul's not running away. David David's is running away. Oh, I miss from Saul. David is running from Saul, going to all these different places, and Saul is trying to pursue him. He's trying to get after him, trying to kill him. And that's where we come into this story, which happens in the wilderness of En Gedi. Ah, isn't that the photographer who like takes pictures of babies in? Flowers yeah. and stuff? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that Ann Getty? Ann Getty. Ann Getty's. Yeah. I think it's Ann Geddes. Yeah, but. Geddes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does the baby counter. <laughs> does she still do that? I, I haven't checked in with her in a while. I should text her. She probably doesn't have to work. She probably doesn't work anymore. She's probably set. Yeah, I would imagine those babies yeah. grow up. Yeah. And she keeps taking pictures of the same kids. <laughs> so she just stopped following her passion of baby calendars. But so really quick, didn't um, but David had raised like an army though, right? Yeah, so it's not like yeah. Saul's just after him alone. David right. has an actual army with him. Yeah, along the way he gets he he builds an army of about six hundred, and um, they're on the run. It's it's him. Um, what's the? Are you gonna list all five hundred ninety nine people with him? Yes, I am. Wow, a biathar, a biathar. Oh is yeah, with him, the priest. Yeah, who was Ahimelech's son. Where Doug the Edomite killed all of the priests in that town. There was a time because Ahimelech helped David and gave him the sword of um, Goliath. Oh, all right. So here's here's what I'm taking on this story. There was a guy named Doug. Doug. D- <laughs> no. <laughs> Doug the Edomite. D o e g. Uh-uh. Yeah, Doug the Edomite. There's a dude in the Bible named Doug. It's it's D O E G. Yes. Oh, okay. I pronounce it Doug. <laughs> it, it's really Doeg. Doug. Doug. Oh, I like Doug better. Yeah, That's funnier. Doug the Edomite. Doug's funnier. Yeah. So Doug the Edomite killed all the priests and uh, Doug and Brian were good friends. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a cartoon or something? No, uh, Life of Brian. Yeah. Oh, yes, Life of Brian's so good. <laughs> Was there a Doug in that, too? I don't remember. Oh. It could have been. Anyway, so they're, um, it is 600 men that he has with him, and it's all their families and everything. You know, they're, they're kind of just living on the run. So they, they find a place to hide in En Gedi. Is that right? I got yeah. thrown off N- with the En Gettys e- thing. En right? En Getty. En yeah. E- yeah. And so N- it's uh, sounds right. Yeah. So David and Doug. No, Doug's with Saul. Doug's a, oh, Doug's, Doug's with one Saul. of Saul's boys. Yeah. Uh, does he have Bob too, like the McKenzie brothers? Probably. Like, we're get, we're gonna get David, eh? <laughs> <laughs> 
So, um, so Saul Saul finds out that that David is hiding out in En Gedi, and um, he says, "All right, I need to get three thousand of the finest warriors I have, three thousand, and we're gonna go hunt him down and kill him." That's a lot of warriors. It is. I mean, it seems like overkill. I think he Saul probably knows he has like six hundred guys with him. Overkill. You know? I see what you did there. <laughs> I didn't mean to do it, but oh, okay. I'll take it. Thank you. So, this is where our story begins. Wait, what? Oh, wait, we're just starting now? Yeah, that was all background. Was all what, what's the last 45 minutes of you talking, Ben? Background. Oh, my goodness. Background noise. I, now yeah, you know who I David thought, is. I thought this was over. <laughs> can I submit a request? You, you got to set You the can stage. leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, less damn. <laughs> less volume? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You got to set the stage. That was that was like the crawl at the beginning of Star Wars, explaining everything that happened oh, up until now. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, was just, he was just... Okay. For those that weren't familiar ground, with like, what was leading up to everything. Yeah, that was the crawl. So this was all for yeah. Ed. This yes. is all for Ed. So, so Ed, Ed knows Ed who know these who people David are. Is. So they go to the the crags of the wild goat. In I think the, that's what it was called. Yeah, in the desert of Angeles. It's the wilderness. It's right. actually yeah. it's it's like a a plateau, like a big cliff on top of a big cliff that overlooks the Dead Sea on the <laughs> western coast. So a big plateau. Sea. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Right. And so the uh, the crags of the wild goats is is kind of where they're hanging out. And uh, why do you think it's called that? Because there's wild goats. That checks out. Yeah, <laughs> but it it must be on the plains or whatever with the I guess. Or well, there's a cliff. Or uh, there's got to be caves there too. So yeah, why does there yeah. have to be a cave there? Because we'll in... get to it. Yeah, uh, if you read the story, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to it. <laughs> Maybe Ed does know. Mm-hmm. So Saul's traveling along. He's he's got his posse with him, three thousand men, and um, he looks over and he sees a sign, and it says, uh, "The next cave relief area, two hundred cubits." <laughs> yep. And so last he's like, cave, All right, "We got last cave relief area for forty-seven miles. <laughs> we got we got to pull over, guys, because I got to go." And so. Um, I imagine him doing like the uh, the I gotta I'm gonna shit my pants dance over into this cave. You know he's holding his butt and he's like hustling because he's about to blow it up. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was taking the medicine for the colonoscopy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Oh, uh, what's that? There's a medicine you take for a colonoscopy. Is it just like liquid that just flushes you out. Is that well, sodium? I think it used to be. I think it used to be liquid, but now I think. Uh, you just take a pill or something like that, and yeah. it'll clear you out. Yep. But, yeah. Shoot. Modern medicine. you got to be close to, uh, close to a cave <laughs> yeah. when you take it. So, Ed, do you have a crapping in the woods story? <laughs> I have a few. Oh, a few. Yeah. Well, two, let's, maybe two. let's top, top one. Pick top your best one. one yeah. All right. yeah. College, Sunday afternoon, went on a bike ride, borrowed my brother's T-shirt, which is important for the story. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> You didn't have any T-shirts of your own? Evidently. So I took water bottles with me, but I didn't clean. Like, I put soap in them, but I didn't get all the soap out. Oh, yeah. That'll give you the run. Something Mm. fierce. And it was really hot and really humid. And however many miles in, like, I couldn't do it anymore. Like, at one point, I was walking the bike down the road. And I was out in the the country, but, like, it was people's houses and yards. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Yeah. And so I finally, I was like, I can't do this. And so I ran off. It was in someone's front yard, but it was the woods. Oh, no. You crapped in someone's front yard? I mean, what else? was? I mean, otherwise, it was going to be in the middle of the road, right? <laughs> I guess. Leaned up against a tree. What was on the other side of the road? The a wide open field. Oh, right. <laughs> the chicken was over there. <laughs> <laughs> Leaned up against the tree. Why, why did it cross the road, though? I don't know. Because Ed was shitting in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leaned so up against a tree, and then there in was In someone's else yard? There. It wasn't like their groomed, like, grass yard. Like, it was like the woods, you know, okay. unkept, you know. And there was a sign, please clean up after your pet. Oh, so you leaned <laughs> up against a tree. Yeah. That's another effective way to yeah, do it. With yeah. one arm. You know, one arm on the tree. And, 
And then uh, I used my brother's shirt. I don't understand the one. Wait, you wiped wipe? with your brother's shirt? Oh, oh boy, gross! And then you were shirtless. Did you return it to him? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was shirtless. No, he never got the shirt. Oh, uh, so you just <laughs> left his shirt there in their yard? <laughs> yeah. oh, you man. left a shit-stained shirt in somebody's front yard, <laughs> along oh, with your my. pile. Last weekend. It was not a pile. Oh, it was a puddle? <laughs> oh, no. Did it splash anywhere? Did it oh splash God. on your shoes? No. Oh, gosh. And then were you I'm driving? I'm an animal, dude. Uh, anybody else got a shit story they want to tell? Or I mean, I've got a poop in my pants story, but not crapping in the woods. It's probably good enough. <laughs> if, if you weren't in a cave, it doesn't count. All right. Oh, okay. That's were fine. you in an office? No, I Whoa. was I was at a restaurant. Oh. Yeah. Continue. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so um, I was working uh, for this organization as a public interest law firm, and we had an intern uh, over the summer that was from the uh, college I went to, Grove City College. And I took her to uh, took her out for lunch at uh, I can't remember the name of the restaurant, but um, I. I it seems like it was, it's an important part of the story, so we remember not to go there. Probably Golden Corral. No, I think it was called like Front Page or something. Okay. It's in like DuPont Circle area. All right. Oh. And uh, all right, so then I, I got to go to the bathroom, and it was one of those where, uh, so I'm at the urinal, and I was like, I got to fart, or do I need to poop? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> did you trust a fart? <laughs> and I thought... Did you gamble I, and lose? I did. Yeah. <laughs> I gambled and lost. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm at the urinal, and then I try to let out a fart. Hopefully nothing else comes out, and that does not happen. Oh, no. <laughs> and, oh, uh, <laughs> and so then I just stand there and crap my pants and then I go to the You didn't like try to stop it and head to a stall. No, I didn't. I just I just it was, Oh my god. And so then I go to the stall after that. Yeah. And thankfully it all kind of like collected <laughs> really nicely in my boxers. So I just take my pants off, take the boxers. I just leave the boxers there. Uh, and you left a pair of soiled boxers? Uh, oh in a yeah. Restaurant? Yes. And so someone had to come clean that up. Oh, on the, somebody. Wait, yeah. on, the, on like the back of the toilet? On the no, tank? no. I just left it on the floor. Oh, <laughs> no, because I. All right. So the scenario: you slip the pants off. Yeah. Carefully. Yeah. And then you kind of. And you check for stains. And then you yes. And then you kind of step out of the boxers yeah. that have just a like semi solid. Heap. Yeah, semi-solid heap of poop in there. I'm going to have to wah this. And then I just step wah, over wah, it, wah, 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 pants wah, back wah. on, roll out, and then just leave it right there. Oh, what about the person you went to lunch with? So she didn't know. She Well, I was in there for a while, so she <laughs> probably thought, this guy's got something going on. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'm sorry for how long that took. And I came back. I'm sure I was like sweaty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was probably like sweaty. Then I went back to the office and I told my boss, like, I'm not feeling well. I got to go home. Yeah. So I rolled out. Oh. Yeah. Did you not smell like shit? No. It was just, it just it like somehow in collected this. in the boxers and I just mm. left it there. It's impressive. I mean, maybe I did smell like shit, but yeah. she never said anything. What's she going to say? Like, you smell like shit? <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I mean, if she was funny she would yeah, yeah. But I, she just met me she doesn't know true yeah. brett thank you for the easter egg you're welcome reese's mm. i like the easter eggs. egg reese's mm. yeah. the the peanut butter to chocolate ratio i think is different than a regular reese's cup yeah there's yeah, more, peanut butter. more peanut more butter, yeah. peanut butter yeah mm-hmm. anyone else got any crap in your pants story no. i sharded a few times but never like full-on crap oh my gosh it was bad not in adulthood i, I mean Leave a streak, sure, but mm. <laughs> nothing like that, like food poisoning or anything like that. So why are we talking about crapping? All right. Because we're three. I wanted to get through the um, three. <laughs> egg. All right, so, so Saul. what happens now? <laughs> um, all right, so Saul goes into this cave. Um, I imagine he had probably just drank. Four bottles of TGR kombucha. <laughs> gonna shit his brains out. What's TGR? Oh, the good, good reverend. reverend. Yeah. <laughs> Little does Saul know, this is the very cave where 
David and his men are hiding what? from Saul. Yeah. All of them are in there? Well, I mean. That's a big cave. It's debatable, but yeah, it is a big cave. So they're hanging out in there, and they see Saul walk in, you know, doing his little dance. Goes over, pops a squat. Maybe he's leaning. Maybe he found a, a rock he could grab onto and lean back so he doesn't soil himself. I can't believe he did that. Like, no security or anything. Right. That's crazy. So all David's men see this happening. You know, They all recognize who this guy is walking into the cave, and they're like, whoa. How do they recognize him from his back? What? <laughs> do they recognize him while he's taking a dump? or <laughs> As he's walking into the cave, I assume. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, the the running theory being they've been hiding out in this cave, so their eyes have adjusted to the darkness. Uh, oh, is that part of the story, okay. or are you just a, you're just you're just adding this? I read this. Oh, really? Yeah. Where'd you read it? Not in the story, but uh, uh, commentary okay. somewhere. I, I imagine that internet. they're they're the internet. <laughs> I imagine they're hiding out in a cave, but they're looking out of the cave and they see Saul and his army coming, and they retreat back into the cave, and then all of a sudden, like Saul makes his way in. I mean, I'm sure they're not just sitting in the cave, not having a lookout, seeing what's what's coming on. Yeah. And maybe do, maybe Saul's one of those people that talks to himself, like in the third person. He's like, "Oh man, Saul's got." <laughs> <laughs> so he's walking in the cave. He's like, "Saul's got to take a dump. <laughs> Saul's got to take a dump. Dropping Saul, a deuce." Yeah, he's yeah. like, "Saul's gonna pull up his his uh, skirt, not robe, skirt, but robe. Saul's robe. gonna pull up his robe and he's gonna drop a deuce. Maybe he yeah. like talks to himself. Yeah, Saul's gonna play Wordle on his yeah. phone." <laughs> That's what he was doing. While he's taking it down. He was playing Wordle. Um, uh, meanwhile, in the back of the cave, Dave's, David's, Dave, I'm just going to call him Dave. Dave, Dave, Dave's, Doug. Dave's guys, yeah. Doug. Dave. Dave's guys are like, hey, man. Hey, look, hey, man. Saul just walked in here. You remember when uh, God said that he would hand over your enemies for you to do with what you so please? Yeah. They were like, this, this is, is it. This is it, bro. This is it, man. You got to go kill him. This is your chance. You can do it. So, Dave. You can do it. Dave walks over. They're like, hey, man. He's sneaking, doing the tiptoe. The tiptoe sneak. Uh, I'm trying to think of the cartoon character. but Oh, they did it on Scooby-Doo where they were like. Or no, Fred Flintstone did that when he was bowling. He did Twinkle Toes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he does the Fred Flintstone Twinkle Toes over to Saul. And you know, there, there's there's a couple of translations. I'll address this that say Saul was asleep. He went into sleep oh. instead of take a dump. Yeah. Mm. Oh, really? His his. Uh, how do you get how do you get from relieve yourself to sleep with the different translations? That's crazy. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Which he, translation says sleep? Uh, it was in some um, Jewish commentary that I was reading. Ah. Huh. For the sake of our story, he went into poop. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's better. Yeah, but, yeah. So Saul, that's more, that's more interesting. But I yeah. could, I could see sleep making sense, right? For the next part where you talk, when you talk about, yeah. So Saul's in there, crapping Dumb and Dumber style. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave walks over. He's he creeps up on him while this is happening. Uh, and he, he cuts he cuts the corner off of Saul's robe. <laughs> Couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> so he cuts the, the corner off of Saul's robe. But then he's guilt stricken. Because he, he cut the corner off his he, robe? He cut the corner off of the robe. He I, feels like, oh, I can't believe what I was about to do. I was about to kill this guy that was anointed king by god by the lord i can't do it do you think saul was wearing the robe at the time or you think he disrobed to drop a deuce and oh, like laid question. it on the ground oh, i don't know because it'd be hard to cut it without feeling well, like any tug on it right. true and that's why i was like well sleeping makes sense if he was asleep it would be easier to cut off a corner but yeah disrobing makes sense too. true yeah maybe he took it like he had a. He got into the stall and had the hook on the back. Yeah, the back of the door. yeah, right. yeah. 
He was like George Costanza when he takes his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember that Seinfeld episode? Yeah, yeah, I don't remember yeah. that one. George Costanza takes his shirt off when he goes to the bathroom. Man, yeah, and there was a magic guy in the bathroom. You know the magic guy where you're supposed to look at it and it comes a different picture, and uh, and then he forgot to put his shirt back on, so he comes out of the bathroom <laughs> and he's got no shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so, uh, so David's guilt stricken. Can't believe he was about to to kill Saul. Goes back to his men, and he's like, "Nah, you guys got to shut up. I am not killing this guy, and you're not shut killing it. me either. We can't lay a finger on somebody who is anointed by the Lord to be king. We just can't do it. I'm not going to do it, and you're not going to do it because you're my men." Hmm. So, were they happy about that? They did as they were told. Hmm. This is uh, a new story to me. I've never heard this before. Have you not? No. Do you know who David is? No. You do now. Yeah. (laughs) I also know who Doug is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Saul uh, finishes doing his business, finds a soft rock to wipe with. Soft Soft rock. (laughs) It was moss covered. Moss covered rock to wipe. I'm thinking like Kenny G or something. (laughs) Soft rock. Smooth. Smooth like. That would be if he wiped a smooth jazz. Smooth jazz. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So he finishes He finishes up. Is Kenny G soft rock? No, I guess it'd be more like maybe James Taylor. Oh, James Taylor. Oh, yeah, James, James Taylor, Taylor would be James soft Taylor's rock. not folk? That would be no, soft rock. No, no, I think he's soft rock. What's Chris- the difference between folk and soft rock? I don't know. What about Christopher Cross? Would that be soft rock or is that yacht rock? Christopher Cross is yacht rock. Yacht, yacht rock. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> what? Oh, air supply. That's probably soft rock. Um, all right, so uh, Saul... Saul walks out of the cave. He's going back to his men. He's relieved himself. Mm-hmm. And as he gets over to his men, David, yeah, from after after shocks. <laughs> so David walks out, and he's got the uh, the corner of his robe in his hand, and he says, "Hey, Saul, what's up?" Oh, he's leaving. Brent's taking off. He, he didn't have time. He's had Jeez. enough of this story. Cut off a piece of his robe while he's getting lunch. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't want to poop his pants. Yeah. All right. So David David goes Let's into sneak a whole in thing. there while Brent's going to the bathroom and cut off a part of his shirt. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Be like, I could have killed you, but I chose not to. <laughs> All right, so um, David walks out, and he says, My lord, the king. Mm. And Saul turns around, and David bows down. Okay. Shows him a little respect, because he is the king still. So David starts going on. He says, you, you're li- you got these guys that are in your army that keep telling you that I'm trying to harm you, but I'm not, I'm not trying to harm you at all. And guess what? Here's proof. You just came in to take a crap. I cut the corner off of your robe. I got it in my hand. And if you look at your robe, you're going to find a corner missing. So I have done jack squat to you, and you're out here trying to hunt me down. Mm. And all you're doing is just, all you do is try to kill me. You've tried to kill me over and over again. I haven't done anything to you. I don't get it. What's up? So what I'm going to do is nothing. I'm not going to do a thing. And the judgment is going to be on God. God's going to judge between you and me. If he thinks you're this great guy, fine, whatever. But I have a feeling he's going to judge me a little bit better than you because you're coming after me with no reason and you're kind of the bad guy here. So I think God's going to take care of this. I'm not going to do anything. God's going to take care of it. David talks a lot here. (laughs) He says, um, it's like, the, the people say, from evildoers come evil deeds. Mm. I'm not an evildoer. I'm not going to do anything to you. And then he says, who is the king that comes out and pursues a dead dog or a flea? I'm nobody. I'm nobody compared to you. You're the king. I'm nobody. I don't understand what's, why you're coming after me. And then Saul says, hey, man, David, is that you? And then he cries. Mm-hmm. What's it sound like when he cries? 
<laughs> David. Is that you? Oh, wow. That was, was way that? more. That was, <laughs> wow. That was way more uncomfortable than I thought. It was gonna be. <laughs> there was some passion behind that. Uh, so Saul goes on. He says, you're such a better person. than me. I'm not going to cry the whole time. Mm-hmm. You're such a better person than me. Mm. You're a righteous guy. You're obviously going to become the king of Israel. You're more righteous than me. Everything you do is great. Everything I do is bad. You're the man. I'm a piece of shit. May the Lord reward you for the way you've treated me today. You spared my life. Yeah. So Saul finishes up and says, uh, you know, why don't we just let bygones be bygones? And you swear to me that you're not going to kill any of my family or offspring and you're going to let everybody live. Is that cool? And David says, yeah, that's cool with me. And they make a, they make that promise. They make that vow. Hmm. And everybody lived happily ever after. Yeah. Saul goes home. <laughs> David and his men probably hung out in the cave a little bit longer and then went someplace else. So anyway, that's the story. Hmm. There we go. Short and sweet. That's a good one. Mild interruptions. Thank you. <laughs> well, you had our attention captivated the whole time with talks of poop and yeah because we're through and potential it was, murder it was kind of a shitty story nah. <laughs> <laughs> um all right so what do we learn from this well one of one of the things that kind of sticks out to me is the um the fact it's, that he's poking out <laughs> what kind of what kind of what's yeah, kind of like, a, like a turtle head yes. yeah like a turtle head poking <laughs> out um <laughs> that that Saul walks into this cave where David is hiding. David's hiding from Saul. Yeah. And all his men are with him, and they're running from Saul because, you know, they don't want to die. And Saul's out hunting these guys. And Jameson's <laughs> dropping phones. <laughs> but David doesn't kill him. David could yeah. kill him. He right. could assume the throne. He could end his, you know, his uh, running. He could just go. Basically, he could make his life a lot better by just killing Saul. He could stop running. He could stop running, Jenny. (laughs) (laughs) But he doesn't do it. Yeah. What do you think? So it's interesting because David's been anointed by Samuel. Right. David's the next king. Yeah, he's the king. He knows he is, but David has the sense that justice is God's, not mine. Yes. Yeah. Right. That's interesting to me. Yeah, you're you're the next king, yet you're the one running. Like you're the one having to hide and retreat and get away. Yeah, because he refuses to kill God's anointed king, mm-hmm. who's sitting on the throne right now. Well, not right now, but in the A and E. I'll cut the pause out. Yeah. There. yeah, you're very good at cutting pauses. It's impressive. Yeah. Um, Ultimately, I mean, he had the upper hand. He had the power and had the ability, but he chose to kind of refrain and, as you were saying, you know, it, ultimately leave it to God's judgment on the results of how the future was going to play out for both him and Saul. I mean, I, you know, it would be hard to do when you know, when, when you're an individual and you know that you, you have the ability and you have, uh, opportunity, opportunity. Exactly. That's what I was looking for. Thanks. Um, (laughs) the opportunity, the opportunity to, to make a play yet, you still hold back because you know your faith in God is enough that you know that he will ultimately control the situation and the outcome will be how he wants it to be yeah, yeah. it's interesting though the so he's already kind of at war with Saul yeah he's already been anointed as the next king right some would say David was Saul's number 2 
<laughs> oh man, that was good. Yeah. Um, who does number two work for? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So, but why does he make this decision not to kill him? So there's the like. The, the way for him to be... So he knows he's going to be king. The way for him to become king... Is if Saul dies. Yeah. yeah. Or is overthrown, but... There's he, no, there's, being, there's no, like, there's no overthrowing a king and just being like, oh, yeah, you go live on a farm somewhere. It's basically, you're dead. Right. Every king, it, the, like, the way it works was... Yeah. You, you want to be king, you kill the king, and you kill everybody in his family. Yeah. Because they, they... You just wipe them off the yeah, face of the earth. Yeah, because they claim they have like a... Right. They'll they'll say they have a claim to the throne or whatever, and they'll be an enemy in danger to you. Right, yeah. which is another interesting thing about the, the, the promise that David made to, to Saul about, yeah, I'm not going to... Yeah, I'm not going to... I'm not going to wipe here. everybody out yeah. from your lineage. Right. I'll, I'll take care of them, which he does. Mm-hmm. He takes care of Jonathan's son, who has like... Some kind bum, of disability. Bum feet. Yeah, he, he's. I think yeah. that was the technical term, bum feet. Bum feet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so for me, it's like the you know you ever heard that like story, that not the like story, but the story <laughs> of where there's there's the flood and the person's on the roof of the house. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So the story goes, you know, uh, a guy. So he's him and his family are in a this flood, and they they. The floodwaters come up to, you know, well past the first floor and the second floor, and so they're hanging out on the roof of the house. And and um, you missed a few. A steps. guy in a someone a, shows up the door, I? knocks before the water sums. Oh, hey, really? Yeah, yeah. Come uh, on, we need to evacuate. Oh, really? No, no, I didn't no, know. No, that. no, no. no yeah, God will take care. God will take care of, God God will take care of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So then they're on the roof of the house, and a, a canoe comes by. Canoe. Wow. I thought it was a pontoon boat, but whatever. Whatever. It's a boat. That's awfully specific. Canoe. A canoe. Yeah. A guy in a canoe says, "Hey, come on, I'm going to save you. We'll we'll go." No, 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 just I'm. I God's going to take. I think care it was of a stand up paddleboard. The first one, was. <laughs> possibly. <yeah. laughs> and then uh, and then the uh, I don't know the, the helicopter pontoon comes boat, by. Yeah. I, I heard it was Coast Guard. Coast Guard oh. stops by, and the helicopter stops by. Mm. Says no, you know we're gonna. It's kind of it's kind of like Andrew good. when like I I come by with my sh- with my shirt <laughs> off and he's right. like yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna wait the Lord's gonna deliver me don't That's worry the story I, doesn't I don't need the, the ride yeah. I don't, I don't need, need the ride topless yeah. guy the, the, <laughs> yeah. the theoretical story ends differently thankfully <laughs> the guy dies oh. he goes to heaven and he's like what's up God why didn't you uh, why didn't you save me and he was like uh. I sent you a guy knocking on the door. I sent you a canoe. I sent you a stand-up paddleboard. I sent you the Coast Guard. I sent you a <laughs> yeah. pontoon boat. Yeah. I sent you a helicopter. I sent you a dude with no shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's that dude with no shirt? Man. God always sends a dude with no shirt. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you never know. You That's never right. know. But anyway, my whole point was, yeah. is this seems like this seems like David's being the guy in the flood. God's like, oh yeah. God's like, I've anointed you king, and I and I put I put Saul right here for you to take him down. Of all the caves and all the crags and all of En Gedi, I set this all up. Yeah, but then (laughs) he had to he had to come crap in this one. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right. That's what it feels like to me. And then and then I mean it wasn't part of the story, but the second opportunity he had to kill him and he didn't. Like he's sitting right there. He's asleep. Mm -hmm. You could just. Drive his own spear through him, and nobody would be mm. any the wiser. And you're king. And drink his water, right? You just drink his jug of water, mm-hmm. or pour it out. Who cares? You know, for his homies. <laughs> but yet he didn't. No, he did not. He refused to kill ulti- God's an ultimate, anointed himself, yeah. and he refused any of his guys to kill. All right, and ultimately, maybe God would have been angry if he had acted on it. I mean. You know, because God had his own plan and timing for David, and yeah, you know, so if we say in hindsight, yeah, well, true, yeah, but then to Brett's point, was 
God's timing. Here's Saul. If you kill him, this will be great. You know, you're my guy. So yeah, let's do this. But he is David misguided in his assumption that God doesn't want him to kill Saul. It's interesting to think about the things that David doesn't do and the things that David does do. Mm-hmm. David's a horn dog. What? David is a horn dog. Like horny? Yeah, he's horny. <laughs> yeah. He's horny uh, how AF. Does that, how does that come with Saul? How does that line up? Are we... He, he refuses to kill a guy, but he'll screw every woman out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he chooses to be righteous with not committing murder. But he basically... But well, he'll go get some butt. Right. Mm-hmm. Or he'll have the the person he had an affair with, <laughs> and then arrange with. for yeah, right. that yeah. person to be killed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The point of David was he when he was confronted, then he became repentant. Yes, yes. Which is probably different for most kings that it would be like that wouldn't do that. But I don't know because most people when they're confronted with what they've done, they repent. I mean that's what happens all the time in the court system. Oh, you did this. You're Oh, I'm so sorry. I did this. I, you know, it's like, oh, is that what happens? Yeah, most of the time in the court system. But like, if you're the king, all right. So let's say you're the king. You've already, you are the court. You are the judge. You've already taken a person's <clears throat> wife for your own. Uh, created a scenario in which they're going to be killed by your enemies. Mm-hmm. And then a prophet comes and confronts you. Just kind of two paths. You could be like, all right, well, I'm just going to kill this prophet so I can cover it up because the prophet knows. Or you respect God and repent. I mean, I don't know. That's that's what I'm saying is like, that's why there's the like David's a man after God's own heart kind of thing. Yeah. But that's a different story. I guess is David thinking, I don't know what verse this is, but there's like a vengeance is the Lord's. Is that a, is that a real verse or am I just making that there's, up? From yeah, there's something like that in there. And so maybe he's... <clears throat> He's thinking, all right, I know that I'm going to be the next king, but it's not to me to do this. Even though he was already anointed king. Yeah. You mentioned something about not judging people, the plank in your own eye. Brett did. Brett did. And I feel like David, in this story, reserved judgment. He He decided not to be the judge of Saul. He decided not to kill Saul because Saul was out hunting him for no good reason. But he's like, you know what? Not my place. I agree. I'm just trying to understand what's in his head of the... It's interesting because the what you were pointing out was the typical model is if there's like a overthrow. Mm-hmm. So the typical model is either a king and then the the next generation from that king becomes the king so right. like the the offspring or whatever so if you look first at first born son or whatever yeah if you look like the house of right. windsor or whatever in england right so charles once the queen kicks the bucket will be the next king right which is a stupid system <clears throat> whatever we can talk about that in a different time or there's a violent overthrow <laughs> where right. everybody gets killed and David knows he's the next king. He's not from Saul's line. Right. So he's got to know, like, Saul's going to die and I'll become the next king. And but, it, but do you just, think he has just, any kind of fear that that somebody from Saul's lineage is going to? And, and it, they did, actually, didn't they? I think they so. They came but after him. I'm just trying to figure out the situation because he's got, like, he's got his own army. Saul's yeah. got an army. Yeah. They're clearly not... I mean, obviously, if you got two armies in the same land, that's not good. Opposing, sure. Yeah, opposing armies, and he still makes this choice not to kill Saul. It's just, it's just, I, I can't quite figure it out. Right. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Neither can I. <laughs> um, Brent, do you have any thoughts on that? Why David doesn't decide to kill Saul? I think like, that David, I, I mean, we talked about a lot of David's weaknesses, but I think ultimately David displays that he is a man of character. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I think that's, that's kind of what, what's demonstrated here is that, you know, a person of character is not, um, uh, their behavior is not contingent upon the behavior of another person. Right. Mm-hmm. So even though Saul was, was 
literally chasing him to try to end his life, that what that wasn't going to sway who David is or how he chooses to honor uh, the the life that he's already established, which was one of serving this man. So, right. um, so I don't know. I, I think that it's just kind of this is a, a good story that's in there. I, I don't. I don't get a whole lot of real personally. Uh, maybe I'm I'm overlooking something. Uh, I don't see like a whole lot of deep, real spiritual teaching. Just more, you know, uh, what it means to be a, a really solid kind of person. You know, uh, what that looks like. What the true grit. Right. There's that sort of that, looks like. You know, I, I, it's got to be in the Bible somewhere. But David is a, a man after God's own heart. You know, is there the like is it, is it like a respect for the office kind of thing? Like, I think it's more yeah, than that. Yeah. Well, so Saul was the first anointed king. Like, he was anointed by Samuel, who spoke for God. So this was God's, in, in David's eyes, Saul was God's chosen king. I mean, in God's eyes, he was God's chosen king. Like, God chose Well, not Saul. after not after David was anointed. Like, hey... You're the guy now. Yeah. Saul. Sorry, buddy. I mean, God chose Saul. Yeah. Which is another interesting conversation. Like, why did God choose Saul if right. God's all, all omniscient? But, yeah, God, so God chose Saul for a reason, whatever that reason is. For interesting yeah. stories in the Bible. I mean, even though he knew, he knew David would ultimately become king after, you know, fighting off the Philistines with the rock ultimately David eventually joined the Philistines because he, he was did? On the, yeah he was on the run from Saul he went to the Philistines and and was like hey can I hang out here and they were like sure whatever after he killed like Goliath and everything and defeated Philistines several after, times after after he was on the run from Saul and refused to kill him and Saul was still alive David joined up with the Philistines. Really? And that's when Saul went to see the medium, went to see the witch at Endor. The witch at Endor. Yeah. Um, I mean. Was it like an enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of thing, I guess? Sort of, yeah. Yeah. It was like, the, was like this guy's a really good soldier. He, he commands a, a great unit, and he can be a benefit to me. his unit is circumcised, unlike ours. Exactly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why yes that's yeah. why I mean yeah. so I don't know I mean there's I don't understand the not killing of Saul I get the whole character piece like this is like there's some kind of respect for Saul I mean but also David knows Saul too so it's not like yeah I mean they were like he, they were close uh, David calls story, father yeah. Er, yeah. Got, calls Saul my father and Saul calls him my my son. Son. So yeah. maybe there's part of that. Maybe part of it's that. I mean, they were they were they were good friends. I think it was a contentious relationship. Yeah, but I think they had enough familiarity with each other that that they were close. So maybe that's part of it. There's like if they were not if they, if Saul was if David was just anointed but had no relationship with Saul, maybe things would be different. Maybe, Ed. What do you think? I wasn't. Oh, to be completely honest, <laughs> you weren't thinking. No. Oh, okay. You were thinking about something. Else. I really do not feel 100. I'm sorry. Oh man. Like oh, I'm here, yeah, but I'm right. like I forgot. You're a little sick today. Yeah, we're you? we're glad you're here though. Yeah. Yeah. Jameson, why did David not kill Saul? That's a very good question. I don't know if I have a great answer, but hmm. I kind of feel like it's like. Um, Putin and she mm. from China, like I Gosh, mean, going with current events. Yeah, like I know. This. You know, Russia. Putin and who? She, 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 Chinese, Chinese. Yeah, president of China, Jinping. Xi. Oh my gosh, jeez. All right. <laughs> do, you know, do you not know who the president of China is? The prime minister or whatever his title is. He's a president. Do you yeah. not know what his title is? I don't know what his title is. <laughs> He's dude in He's China. He's the head of whatever the party is in China. <coughs> Communist Party. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, you know, they they pretend to be friends with each other. Um, 
but ultimately, I mean, ultimately, I, I feel like if the two of them actually partnered up, like, we could be in big trouble, but... Um, Is it a feeling or a thought? No, it's a, I mean, it's a thought, and, I, and I'm afraid now what's going on... I was like, thinking about Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> oh, that's such a good movie. <laughs> so good. There is no denying that Saul was Putin. <laughs> yeah. Saul was Putin, and... No, like, farting. Putin. Uh, <laughs> James, I got it. I, I did not get it. Thanks a lot. I was too. I was too caught up in the big trouble in little China reference. <laughs> yes. I was like, "Who's Lo Pan?" <laughs> Jeez, oh, that's such a good movie. Your I got to rewatch that. Yeah. It is a good movie. Big Trouble in Little China. So um, yeah, it's a good one. Does anybody have any takeaways? Anybody have anything they can take away from this story? I don't know if I have anything I can take away from it. Okay. Do you have anything to offer? Can uh, you have anything you can leave much. behind, like Saul left behind a yeah, pile of poo? <laughs> <laughs> and a, a corner of his robe. And a t-shirt. Oh, my gosh. Oh. No, I think it's like Doug. Give me your T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Saul was like, "Hey, Doug, I need your T-shirt, Doug, man. T-shirt, man. <laughs> hey, man, I need your T-shirt." Hey, David while, was like, and "While you're without a shirt, go pick up some kids." Yeah. Oh. David yeah. was like, "I need your whole tunic. You know what? I'm just gonna cut a little slip off. That'll be enough." <laughs> Yeah, I had one of those solid poos that doesn't require but one wipe. <laughs> this is the best. Sometimes I wonder if you overthink this stuff a little bit. Yeah. No, I mean, never. That's the, that's overthink it? What are you talking about, That's Ed? the whole point. <laughs> I'm done. We're, we're, oh, we're oh, damn. Come on, Ed. I don't, I'm, no, no, no. Not, not, I'm just, we're like, trying uh, to influence our listeners. We want them to think the way we think. Come on. Yeah. We, of course we're going to overthink it. Because we all are are of a uni mind. So yeah. to be clear, I don't want anyone to think the way I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, really? Fair Why is that? Oh, wow. No. Okay. No. Why is that? Boring. In That'd be boring. That'd be boring? Okay. Yeah. Um, mm. I don't know. I Just as I listen to everything and... and Acknowledging that I am not in a completely, just not hitting on all cylinders tonight. But, um. <laughs> you know what? There's a special place in my heart for you. All right. It's the left ventricle. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> got a t shirt I can borrow? <laughs> I do. I mean, if you got to go take a dump in the woods and wipe, I'll give you my T-shirt. What were you saying? Yeah, just just the human element of it. Like, like if you take out the the stuff that we're overlaying on it, and our understanding of scripture and the whole story of God and all of that. Like, just the human element. Like people in a cave watching this person who has all this power come in, and like you could overthrow it, and like. Mm. Oh, it's just. Um, Do you think Saul was intriguing? Thought stalling. What? Bathroom oh, song. like a bathroom song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Who's gonna play the sounds for you? I don't even know. I didn't even know that was a joke. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. Uh, oh, I was done. That was it. I think we've run dry, haven't we? Yeah, I think we have. We've run dry. Who's going to sign us off? Ed. 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 So that's all. So, so <laughs> nice! That, that was perfect. Yes. That's all, folks. Thanks for listening to Bible on the Rocks. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. A special thanks to our contributors, Brett Hinke, Ed Johnson, Josh Perius, Eric Smith, and Jameson Stubbs. Also contributing and doing sound editing is me, Jeremy Spittle. Finally, be sure to check out Spitfire's other podcast, Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle. She's the introvert's extrovert and talks to people, so you don't have to. For now, this has been a Spitfire production. Spitfire production.
That was the greatest thing I've ever heard.